0: Unique Ways with Thomas Gerrard emerges with people from all walks of life, who through their own unique angle, succeed and flourish. Enjoy the ride and welcome to Unique Ways, an audio podcast. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to Unique Ways with Thomas Gerrard, an audio podcast. Um, We've got a super awesome guest today. Um, She is a newly qualified management accountant, a CIMA, with a master's in finance and accounting with distinction, and a strong track record in analyzing and delivering cross-functional financial systems and processes in commercially focused businesses. And her name is Hian Du. Uh, Please join me in welcoming Hian. Hey, Hian.
1: Hi. Hi. Hi, Thomas
0: you ready for 20 questions
1: oh yes uh, ready
0: great question one tell me a little bit more about yourself what do you do
1: so um, as you just introduced I am a management accountant um, based in London and I just do uh, basically um, anything related to the books um, if you you know in a layman terms is it the books for your business? Um that's my day-to-day job. Apart from that, um I consider myself um as a full-time mother. And you know, that is a hard job too. <laughs> so yeah.
0: That's great. That's
1: a bit about uh, me.
0: Great. Yeah. Just a note for our audience. Um you know, Ken and I go way back, um, probably from my time in China, but um Kian is joining us from London today, which is pretty cool, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Thanks. Yeah, I, I remember that time in China. Uh, that was a time that I traveled by myself alone, and I think that was the first foreign trip, mm.
0: it's
1: funny enough.
0: Many years ago now.
1: Many years ago. <laughs>
0: Um, question two, what's a key piece of knowledge that makes you different?
1: I think um, getting to know people uh, is, you know, is is a, I think is a valuable piece of knowledge. Um, uh, for example, I get to know Thomas, the father, as Greg. I think that's one of the best men I ever met. Um, and I think the people I met along the life uh, that makes me different.
0: Yeah, I think you know so many of my um, my friends. I guess my my friends are are family friends um, of my dad's, and um, and that kind of has created a bond with a lot of uh, people in that way. So it's super exciting to have you on in that kind of uh, lens. I think um number three why this of all things why do you do what you do
1: um yeah it's a bit tricky because and I'm always good with numbers but every accountant would say that otherwise you wouldn't choose to become an accountant but before this job I I was a journalist and uh, <laughs> a little bit mismatch about uh, my application during university <laughs> so I tried to I mean, the system was a bit funny, but long story short. So I ended up in the journalism school. And when I graduated, we were supposed to find an intern, <laughs> intern job ourselves. So I applied to the EU uh, commission. And I was accepted in the European commission in Hanoi. And then was, um, I was covering the, the, the press department my boss at uh, uh, Associated Press saw me and he he gave me my card and said you want to become a journalist one day so I said well why not yeah so that's how I ended up become a journalist so my idea of journalism was a lot of writing you know um, telling stories uh, but I was in the video department so I get to know to work with my camera and covering stories taking pictures so I learned Uh, later on that you can you can tell a story by many different ways not only by writing but also by pictures you know by videos so that was kind of cool Um, but then, then later on I moved to London which is where I am now because uh, I'm married to uh, a guy from here so I followed him so you know People ask me why why are you in London? You know, we said I came here because of love, and uh, and I found that I soon discovered that my journalism and all my skills in Asia Pacific, you know, APAC is not gonna work well in London. So I have to play my strength, which is number. So I I retrained to become an accountant, did my master, and here I am get my chartership in SEMA.
0: That's awesome you know um I was super uh, interested in when I when I guess the social media posts came through about how you had finished your master's in in finance you know I just finished a master of arts in liberal studies and have no idea what that world would be like um yeah but super interesting to hear your career <laughs> as well I mean I uh i didn't know a lot of this this is super interesting for me
1: thank you yeah well it's it's interesting to me too because people ask you know you have you're good at this and you get that why you choose um accountants you know and and i did not know that accountants have a um notorious reputation of being boring
0: mm-hmm. you know
1: but i i don't think so you know it's it has a lot more to it if you look into it. But every profession has, you know, the good and the bad. So um uh, I'm not judging. Mm. I'm gonna leave it like that.
0: I love numbers growing up. Yeah, that's strange to me too, that people would say that's boring.
1: I know, yeah, it's strange, No, yeah? Never in Asia we, we don't have that concept of being counting is boring. Maybe uh it's the way they are. <laughs>
0: Interesting. Um, number four is what does your future look like?
1: Um, I hope it's bright and, uh, and happy, full of joy now that I have my um, uh, daughter. She's two and a half, and uh, she she constantly presents us with challenges. And And every time at the end of the day when she went to bed, after we put her to bed, we always talk about what she did. And as always, you know, fill my day, fill our days with laughter. So I think it's a happy future mm. if it carries on that way.
0: Awesome. Um, I always say this question is unique to this podcast. I'm not exactly sure if that's true or not, but I do feel that way. Um, Question five is, let's talk about location. How does the notion of place play into what you do?
1: Um, I think we now live in the uh, digital world now, right? Um, and I think the notion of place just, this is where you are at the moment. So, I'm I'm in mean, London. I where I am, it's great, and the location. Like I live in Northwest, and it's quite it, quite close to the suburbs, so it's very green. So the place and the environment sometimes has a big influence, um, you know, on you so um i think oh because i moved here i got into gardening a lot so maybe a place it has something to to influence influence me in a very positive way because i like now i like gardening and i think plant therapy is fantastic when you see things growing yeah it's a way positive isn't it so Mm -hmm. yeah
0: um yeah when we set up the space for the podcast um you know there are these the space kind of opens up onto these gigantic windows and it's surrounded by a really kind of um um um, strong uh green space and trees which kind of feel, feel feel like they fill the apartment so i kind of i come into the space in the morning and uh and I'm surrounded by this greenery and it definitely mm. changes things. It makes you feel a lot better, I think. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah.
0: Great. Um, number six, if you had to start from scratch, what advice would you give your former younger self?
1: Um, I said I would do more trip like the one in China. <laughs> mm. You know, so perhaps you meet, you know, it was really fantastic trips and um, if you can afford or you have the time you know the money i would i would say that you would go but sometimes travel is not about going to a foreign place um like i travel when i was in my own city i mean i travel through the eyes of people who came to my city in Hanoi, like Greg, for example, he took me to place that I would not look in, in from his his angle. So I I hadn't like completely fresh look through, he lens you know, and uh about my place. So that I would call that travel too. So meeting more people, I guess, and and try to play that experience into your your views and see what you get out of it.
0: I definitely feel that way, too, about the greatness of China. You know, it would have been really in my formative years, starting from maybe 17 years old, that I started making trips out to Asia. And, you know, when when you travel at that young age, late teens, early 20s, um, those trips really kind of define you and impact you. Um, I would say, yeah, those really shaped who I am right now. Um, Number eight, lifelong learning is a popular topic. How do you stay up to date?
1: Well, I um, I wish I can say I read a lot, but I'm not. <laughs> given the times so is quite limited now for me. Uh, I never experienced a day gone so quick anymore. Uh, but I, I still get up to date through uh, you know, people I meet, the conversations, and reading the news quickly. Um, if uh. Uh, like for example if I'm interested in anything I know where to look for um, I guess my journalism background helped me to be good at uh, researching and you know what I'm still uh, constantly I'm I'm still registering into many courses you know um, government-funded courses or um, I just do CBD courses so yeah I agree. Even even being a mom and like parenting skills, I read up on that topics a lot uh, on social media, on the, you know, Instagram, real TikTok, some mom posted or share that experience. But those are good. Mm. Those are really good.
0: You know, I was never a, a heavy book reader either, but uh, when my first book, Gra- Emerging Scholar, Gratitude of an Award Recipient, came out, Um, people were saying, good writers, read. And they kept saying that, good writers, read, good writers, read. And so I just started buying every book that I could, that was recommended, um, especially the ones that came through the master's program. You know, even if it wasn't required reading, I would read them anyways. You know, early in life, somebody told me, a couple of people told me that um, you should buy more books than you have time to read. And, you know, you should just have them around. Um, and, uh, and so I started doing that and, um, it does, it does feel good, um, um, to have a substantial library and just be able to kind of browse through the spines of them. Um, but, but I would say I'm, I'm not a heavy book reader, um, similar to what you were talking about. And yeah, there's so many ways to kind of get educated these days.
1: Yeah, I agree. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Number nine, what tools do you use? Are you more digital? Are you more analog?
1: Um, Yeah, I would say I'm more digital. um, Nowadays, I love the apps and all the software. And we are a uh, remote company. So uh, I work for a company called Velocity Global based in Denver. And um, we are 100% remote. So everything uh, is done online. Um, we have tons of software and constantly updated. So I would say um, I'm a digital nomad, and it changes quite quickly <laughs> as the name of it, say mm. itself.
0: Awesome. Um, halfway here, number ten. How do you deal with work life balance?
1: Oh, well, I just break it down to steps. What I need to get done. Um, for both for work and outside work um i think that's the best I and mean, then every day you try to um you know celebrate the small wins everything you've done even a little thing you know like clean the dishes or um wrote finishing an email or <laughs> something to your colleagues that would uh, be a small wins for me you know something to tick. um uh, so if you do that and try to organize your life. I think you would have more time, and for yourself. And I I try to do um, yoga and as my hobby, um. So I try to do it every two weeks now, uh, with a uh, a friend of mine. She's she's based in Japan, and again we we do um, uh like uh, an hour of sessions, um, online. <laughs> To Zoom, and I think it works so well. And I try not to cancel any of it, which I did sometimes. Sorry about that, but um, I think it's important to to give time to yourself and not cancel that. the thing you already <laughs> schedule. So yeah, yeah.
0: Um, yes. you know, what I re- I I really like what you said about celebrating the small things. Um, but, um, you know, I, at one point I, I really wanted to do that. And so what I kind of told myself is that for every small win, I'll go and get another coffee or a latte. And, you know, after a few months, I realized that I was spending a ton of extra money on coffees and lattes. Um, and and I didn't even want to drink them, really. You know, I, I kind of felt ill from having so much coffee. Um, so I had to like kind of stop that plan. Um, you know, work-life balance is is not an easy thing. If, if you listen to the other episodes, everyone really struggles with this, but it sounds like you have a pretty good grasp of it.
1: Yeah, I think everyone is facing these issues. And I mean, like, um, you know, I have a schedule and I keep up to date. And also I set my baby to schedule as well, because now that you, you, you have to take that into account and we're not trying to her away with someone's like a child mother mm. you know so uh, or her nana has to go away i think it's best to include her mm. in any activities even a you know a festival a wedding anything child friendly um it's it's our life now mm. so uh i think we at the point that we like to enjoy those moments rather than spend too much on something, you know? And mm. we easy, easily get into that nowadays.
0: Sounds like a good life.
1: Uh, <laughs> Thanks.
0: Number 11. If you weren't doing what you do now, what would you be doing?
1: Well, this one is actually a tough one. We could go back to it with um you don't mind.
0: I'm sorry, one more time?
1: I think, could we go back to it? Oh, come uh, back
0: to it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sure, yeah, yeah.
1: Because I have many.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, um, number 12 is, what would you not like to do career-wise? Um,
1: I think uh, some part of the, the work I've done Um. is, um, you know, I did, I did uh, when I was in, uh, when I was first started in uh, in it's like quite fresh and I didn't know anyone uh, a very little connection so mm. I was doing sales I had to talk to people a lot with phone through emails and I think uh, I mean even I'm good at it I mean I got really good track records but I honestly think that was hard. Mm. Yeah.
0: Nice. Um. 13, what's your favorite word, quote, or sentence?
1: Um, ooh, I think uh, my favorite words is, uh, you know, be strong and don't let anyone tell you different about yourself. Yeah.
0: That's good. Don't let anyone
1: tell you differently about yourself, I I think. Um, if you know your value, and if you if you think you know anything that you you trust your gut, you go for it, and then let everyone tell you if anything differently.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, your least favorite word code or sentence?
1: yeah, I, I think it's like, oh, do what you love love what you do you know I I think that's that is very um commercial nowadays you know I think uh yeah everyone easy to say that but sometimes you know people said you choose your career but sometimes career chose you I was like that's what happened to me with my journalism (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah I mean people would say like oh how why you like um, become an accountant and not a journalist anymore it's you know it just happens that way right
0: I think so yeah for my career I would say yeah I would say people told me I, I should be a lecturer or I should teach design and, and that's why I did it Um, yeah sometimes it does choose you Um fifteen, if you had to pick one word to describe yourself, what would you choose?
1: Oh um I think uh I I would describe myself as um you know I I'm someone um not afraid of asking. Um not afraid of showing my uh my true poker face, you know. I think, uh, I'm not sure, is it naivety or, um, <laughs> or you know, uh, being brave? But uh, I would say I don't mind so that people know my true color, my true skin. Mm.
0: What keeps you up at night?
1: Oh, I think it's at the moment, yeah. well, it's the greenhouse. I'm obsessed with it and I recently just got it. I was, I was um looking for it for ages and try to find the best one and so i mean in short my gardening hobbies and kind of uh give me interest of about what plant what seed you're supposed to sow and how to make it what i mean nature's has, um you know the best uh, intention for everything and anything at any time as well so uh, i find it really interesting
0: what are you growing pardon what are you growing in your uh in your garden? um
1: yes i'm growing vegetable now before i just like an interesting plant and flowers um but now i want to to try just a simple thing at the rice season and see if it goes well mm. it's more to do with you know how you understand that and and then for example, tomato poses a lot of challenges. <laughs> mm. And I can go on and on about what type tom tomatoes and stuff, but yeah.
0: Mm. Cool. Um, um 18, what inspires you?
1: I um I think people um people I met inspired me. I mean listen to their story. Like I understand uh this podcast is a really interesting way of, of you know getting to know people with um in this digital world mm-hmm. you know and, and then I know there's a lot of things that inspire you on your dreams um health money wealth you know but uh you listen to their story and some people's story truly inspiring. Mm-hmm. You know, how do they get over this huddle and how how do they get from here to there? You know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: their achievements and and that inspired me. Mm-hmm. That makes me, you know, do something. Yeah.
0: We had a guest named Michael Peter on the show who had a, a popular episode, and and he, he he very confidently said that people inspire him. You said mm-hmm. Thomas, people inspire me, and I, I thought that was a good idea. Yeah. true? Yeah. I agree. Yeah,
1: I would look at two people um, and listen to their life. You know, see what what's been through, and um, it's fascinating.
0: Um, nineteen. Uh, any advice you'd like to share?
1: Um, I think for for people who listen to this podcast. I think uh, you know, just keep doing what you do and and be positive. You know, things happen but out of your control. What you can control is is your attitude towards it and how you take it. I think yeah, you know, that's my advice.
0: It's good advice. Um, and the last one, 20, uh, how can our listeners keep tabs on you? And this is kind of an interesting question for you because I'm not sure um, what you would be looking for, but um, how can we see what you're doing with numbers?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, well, we we are a, um, still, you know, a um, not a public company, so uh, it's information for about us cannot be seen so yeah that's this might be a little bit more difficult than journalism way you can see my piece and my video (laughs) posted somewhere or when i was working for bbc you can see a couple of my post um not postcasts but my, uh, my radio um my writing to picture piece um but um I I think, you know, if you follow, you know, Velocity Global and LinkedIn, they have some announcement and maybe something um, coming up to uh, related to the EMEA regions is where I am based and um, that's where I work. Then maybe, and also I'm on LinkedIn.
0: Great. Great. Okay. Well, thanks so much, Jan. It was awesome talking to you to hear about, you know, your, um, your direction with, uh, with doing things with numbers, um, your gardening, being a mom, um, and, and for joining us from London, I think it's, it's been super great. Thanks.
1: Thank, thank you. Thank you for your time. It is, it's, it's uh, you know, all honor to be on your podcast.
0: Cool. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you.
0: If you liked today's podcast, I encourage you to have a listen to other episodes. You can easily find them at uniqueways.ca or wherever you find podcasts. You can also find us on social media. And thank you. It's you that makes these great, and it's you who these are for. Stay tuned for more unique ways.